we need to talk about something that I I I want to talk about because I think I have important things to say about it, but I also definitely do not want to talk about this um, because it's just it's a painful thing to talk about. But there was a very very famous, very widely loved, uh, I guess celebrity you would call him, who took his own life yesterday. And we don't normally talk about suicide for a lot of good reasons because we don't want to normalize it or make it seem appealing to people or raise people's thought about it. And But that's actually why we need to talk about this. Um, Stephen Boss, who goes by the name Twitch, uh, you know, that's how I would think of him. He is a was a very famous dancer. He was a competitor on So You Think You Can Dance. He was a judge. He was a choreographer. He was the DJ for Ellen on her show for years and years and years. He's been in movies. He's been, I mean, he's genuinely a world famous extraordinarily well known and by all accounts super nice guy if you listen to him talk I mean you know just fabulous guy the kind of person that, like at a distance you know he's a stranger to me I've never met him uh, but I love the man I thought he was fantastic in all the ways you could possibly think somebody is fantastic when they're not personally known to you and he took his own life and it's one of these things where most people looking at this are just horrified and shocked and dismayed and sad, and we all are, and rightly so. And the kind of first level of analysis on this, and this is true, is you never know what people are struggling with. You never know what's going on behind, you know? And sometimes people put on the greatest show of being happy, and inside they're just in anguish. And that's true, and you just you never know what's going on with people. And this is a reminder that, you know, that marriage that looks fantastic might not be, or that person that looks super happy might not be. You just, it's catastrophic when it breaks open, but you never know. That's easy to say. Okay, it is. Um, there's a kind of a second level, which is, you know, maybe a, a little bit more challenging to talk about, but that's that, um, you know, nothing is ever enough. Nothing is ever enough. You tend to think in your life um, that if you had a better spouse or had a great spouse or had a hot spouse, you know, and he did. Okay, Allison is beautiful and smart and an amazing dancer and by all accounts, a you know, good mother, good wife. Um, They had three kids. You think if I had more kids or better kids or if I had uh, professional success or if I had money or if I had fame or if people loved me or people liked me or if I were handsome. He had all of that. Every single one of the checkboxes that you could check, he had it. And the truth is that whatever that thing is you think that if only you had it, you'd be happy, nothing will ever satisfy that. There's no end to that race. And what you find a lot of times is that people get to what they think is the end mark. If I win this competition, if I achieve that level of wealth, if I get to that benchmark of an award, then then I will really know that I'm significant and I'm happy and the world makes sense for me. And they get there. And the only horrible thing about achieving your goals is finding out they didn't mean what you thought they would and that they just aren't enough. Now, Christians talk about this uh, with the phrase called idolatry, which is setting up some goal that's not God and orienting your life around satisfying that goal and then discovering that when you get there, it's not enough. And it won't be. It can't be. It never will be. And that's a little bit harder to say, but that's also important for people to realize is that if you think achieving the whatever is going to do it for you, nothing ever does. But there's a third level, and this is the one that I'm, I need to say this. It's hard to hear, but this is... This is why I wanted to talk about this this morning. 
Look, if you're struggling, I want you to get help. You call 988. It's an available nationwide hotline right now. There are people who will care for you, will help you. You may need medical help. You may need uh, pharmaceutical help, but just get help, okay? That's not the hard part to say. The hard part to say is that suicide, suicide is a horrible act of selfishness. It is an act of profound evil. And in our sympathy for people and our wanting them to get help and to be healthy and to care about them, I think we do a disservice by not also talking about what this does in the world. Because this morning you have millions of people, myself included, who are waking up and or heard this yesterday thinking, ah, and that's one thing. Why would he? How could he? But for the people who are close to him, his children, his wife, his friends, when you take your own life, what you're saying to those people, and trust me, I am speaking from experience here. My best friend in high school killed himself. I had another friend who kind of tried, you know, and I kind of talked him out of it. I've been around this somehow or other. I've had a lot of weird encounters with people like this over the years. And um, anybody who has been a victim of suicide, and the real victim is the families and friends, but anybody who's been a victim of suicide will tell you that this is what you go through. How could I not have done more? How could I not have known? How could, how did I fail? And also, why was I not worth living for? Am I so worthless that my friendship or that my being your spouse or being your children, because when you take your own life, what you're saying to all of those people is that none of you are worth it. The pain that I'm experiencing right now, too important to me. And the pain that I'm going to cause you by doing this, and trust me, it is profound, enduring, vivid pain. I don't care. I don't care. And I, it breaks my heart to think about the people who are going to have to live. His kids, his wife, are going to have to live their whole life with him telling them, you're not worth it. You're not meaningful enough to me. And all of the guilt and shame that goes with that. So I... It's hard to talk about this because we want to be sympathetic, and we should be. And we want to know that people are suffering, and they're struggling, and they're in pain. And that's all true. And sometimes people are beyond the capacity of making rational thought. And that's all true. But it is also true that you couldn't possibly hurt the people around you more than by this act. And you might not be thinking about that, and I want you to think about that. Because it's awful. You know, G.K. Chesterton wrote about this in Orthodoxy, and the way he wrote about it was essentially that, you know, a murder is one thing because you're taking the life and you're causing sadness, and if Twitch had been murdered or if he'd had an accident, it would have caused pain for those around him and all of us. Oh, what a loss. But when he takes his own life, it's all of that compounded a thousand times because what he's saying is, I reject everything. There is nothing in this world of any value to me to stick around for. 
This is why Catholics historically have talked about this as being the unforgivable sin because you it's such a profound statement. And the reason I tell you this this morning is if it happens to be you and somehow me telling you this maybe for the first time ever and being honest about what pain this is going to cause other people gets you to think twice and ask for help, good. We want you around. Those people want you around. Trust me, it will get better. And you do not want to do this to the people around you in your life. They love you. We love you. Please reach out and ask for help. 